Welcome to the next episode of Splitting Cases. Pointy and I are kind of holed up in his lounge room. There's like a blanket on the floor and we're all sitting on pillows like a little love-in because it is too cold outside. But um, we also have a cat with us today as well. But with us today for this podcast, we have Emma and Charlie. Pointy, would you like to tell me who Emma and Charlie are? Emma is my uh, soon-to-be sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. 29. But I like to think that we're already... Yeah, we're kind of We're already there. that close. Already already, it's already the same. We're already there. We're just making it official. And Charlie is her best friend and, and roommate. And a uh, pseudo-sister-in-law to you. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. It's like that, is it? You're a pseudo I'm just learning this. So, so I'm just chilling out here with uh, my two sisters, my... <laughs> My friend and Morrissey is getting even more comfortable in the middle of us. So the reason they're here tonight is because this time next week, and probably the night that this goes online, we will be at the front of the Enmore Theatre for the Hanson 2014 anthem tour. Some of us will. Well, minus minus Pointy, who won't be at the Hanson 2014. I'm sorry, you're not a loser. I've always been like a massive Hanson fan. I was, I was a small child, a small male child with Hanson posters. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> when, I, when I was a little girl. Um, I was. I, I was a small child with Hanson posters all over his room, which I'm sure scared a couple of people. Um, but I had the first album and the Christmas album and the like pre-independent albums era album and the live album and I was very excited and I had a Hanson t-shirt that I always wore around and I had the Tos- Tulsa Tokyo Middle of Nowhere video that I'd always oh, watch yeah. and as mentioned before <laughs> all right tell me about your experiences with Hanson Charlie I actually didn't like Hanson when they came out with Mbop initially because I had a brother that was four years older than me he always said that they were three girls and because of the long hair. And he always Clearly laughed at... Clearly <laughs> a sign of girldom. A sign. But now, uh, <clears throat> buns and beards, hello. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Best thing ever. <laughs> um, but he always laughed about a, a guy he went to school with that came to school saying that the three handsome chicks were quite hot. And then found out that they were all guys. And uh, I don't even know if that ever happened. That was just a story people told. <laughs> well, it worked on me to 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 mask my appreciation for them. So it, when did you realise? When that you... the I think it was like this time around album came out. Yeah, like two thousand and one. Maybe 2000-ish, because I remember I was in year six at school, and so I covered my signpost mass book. 2000? Yep, yeah. see? Covered my signpost mass book in Hanson pictures. Ah. And then I needed to get all the Hanson memorabilia that there was, so I got snowed in, I got the Tulsa Tokyo middle of nowhere, and I had this time around, and it was just is torture me- for everyone in my family. Uh, is that memorabilia? When you're 12. <laughs> when you're 12, it is memorabilia. I thought you were going to say that you had, like, Hanson cereal. Locks of, locks of and, air. like, Hanson, like... Hanson had cereal? 
obviously get it was like collectibles, not just like the albums. Well, the Spice Girls had like Chubba Chups and different things, yeah, and like the did. Spice Girls sold everything merchandising. They did. They actually had like a Chubba Chub tin, and I tried to buy it from my newsagent man, and he was like, "No, I've sold it to someone else." Oh, but he's like, "No, it's mine, <laughs> mine." That would have been a better story, be some but person no. This job got dashed. <laughs> that might have been like a story to cover up, but. I assume you loved Hanson. Oh, straight away. Straight up. Straight away. There was no hesitation whatsoever. I was a massive pop kid, without a doubt. Um, And as soon as it came out, like Mbop, I don't know if there was stuff before it, but Mbop was the shit. Like it was. That was like the first we got in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was absolutely into it, one hundred percent. The major crush on all of them except Isaac. All of them, two of them. Well, all of Isaac. Frank was like Isaac. old at that point. Yeah, he, he was. was. Like 14 but or something. He, 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 <laughs> he was so was. decrepit. He was 14. Decrepit. <laughs> well, he always had the kind of like. He, he grew into himself, let's just say. Yeah. Yeah. And it was always, you know, because there was us three girls. There was me and my two older sisters. And so obviously I had Zach, which I was totally fine with because I loved him. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Pointy had Taylor pretty much by default, and Jess, the eldest, always got stuck with Aww. Isaac. <laughs> but whatever, she didn't care. She wasn't into Hanson like yeah. I was, yeah. in a big way. Yeah, well, I would say with Jess that, you know, she's around my age, or well, mm. slightly older, and yeah, I wasn't really into Hanson at the time, but yeah. I was a bit older than, than you guys. Not yeah. that I think age has everything to do with it, because I know that you, like Moose, still enjoys. Hanson at this age, so it's not like oh, yeah. tied to a specific but age. But around that But time, I wasn't really into it at the time because yeah. I was completely against all, that sort of stuff. I think, yeah. like, the time period for stuff, like, I always think seems to get, like, separated, whereas I was really, really getting into Hanson, Jess was still listening to Nirvana, like, there was still that crossover, like, even yeah. though, you know, it had started to die down, she was still listening to Nirvana, but I was like, Hanson, so she was not into it at all, like... Whatsoever. Yeah. So yeah. she always got stuck I, with Isaac because she didn't have a choice. Silk <laughs> shirt. <laughs> I remember my sister was quite, you know, into it. But, yeah. But yeah, I definitely wasn't. Well, one of the things for me was I, I was not against the pop thing. I was totally into the pop thing around that time. But I remember hearing Mbop on NXFM in my sister's car at Walls End Plaza car park when we pulled in. And I'm like, fucking. Well, I didn't say fucking because I was a nice boy. <laughs> but um, I said, no, no, don't get out of the car, keep the radio on. And I listened to it. I was like, oh, awesome. They're kids like my age who play instruments and write songs and sing. That's really cool. And people, like, people obviously then grew out of them. It became, especially in Australia when they didn't release anything anymore, kind of an embarrassing thing to like Hanson. It was always kind of still that feeling of, they're just like me. They're kids my age. They write songs. And the embarrassing thing thing was supposed to be that they were young and naive and looked like girls and they wrote stupid music but they kind of came from parents who gave them musical education and put them on like the county fair circuit and drove them around because they wanted to play Motown songs and if your kids were that good at that age you'd be like go on go on Johnny play music do it get a record career you would be so fucking proud and, like, it's, it's, it's the opposite to things like One Direction, who entered a talent competition, and it's the opposite to something like Bieber, who gets discovered off the internet. These guys, seriously, as... I think Zach must have been six, and he was driving around county fairs playing Motown he songs on stage. He's like he, well, he's being driven. Oh, right. He was, like, the youngest person, apart from Michael Jackson, to be nominated for a Grammy Award. Mm. That's... 
like to be on on your own bat that's quite an achievement yeah yeah and like without youtube and all that sort of shit to the well, of your own drum well done. if you will yeah that's well <laughs> done your research <laughs> yeah it's well done zach hansen well done I also love, though, <laughs> that you were watching the Tulsa Tokyo uh, Middle of Nowhere VHS as well, because I remember having that. I loved it. Like, even when they just messed around and went to see some forest, I was like... Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh. Yeah. Like, redwoods everywhere. I was like, oh, my God. I want to go and see a redwood. <laughs> Zach Hansen's gone to see a redwood. <laughs> That sounds dirtier than it should be. It it does. It really does. I think everyone around mine and Emma's age was in love with Zach Hansen because he was the youngest and closest to our age and the closest to get. Like, we could always dream he was gettable. maybe he would be our husband one day. Oh, without a doubt. Whereas Isaac, it was like illegal. Isaac, yeah, but you didn't even want Isaac. That was the thing because he was the weird person. Because, like... (laughs) You had your whole, you know, they were my age. They did all this yeah, music like stuff. I blah, blah, blah. associated with them. Pretty sure, I don't know, I'm going to speak for Charlie. Pretty sure for both of us, it was a totally more superficial thing. Yeah. It was a, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> look at these guys. They're mm-hmm. so cute. Like, it was yeah. fall in love at first sight and they made good music Yeah. at the time. Although I did go through that stage where I was like, nah. I never liked Hanson, whatever. Oh, and now, and stuff. now I'm like, no, totally loved him. Love their new stuff. Love listening to their old stuff. Well, when do you remember the first time you kind of went through that phase of going, oh no, wait, it's embarrassing to like them. I do. I remember the first time I ever had a boy over. <laughs> Mum was away, and I had the house to myself, and my room was absolutely covered in Hanson posters and I knew this boy was coming over so I had to take down all my Hanson posters. You know what you should have done (laughs) is just like put graffiti on them and then acted like that you hated them so much (laughs) that you got the posters and wanted to fuck them up to prove how much you hated them. Well, it was to the point that I had so many posters and, like, individual pictures that I'd printed off and cut out and stuck up that when I actually took them all down, I didn't have enough time to when he arrived that he walked into my bedroom and was like, it's the great wall of blue tack. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was the first time that I was sort of so into them but had to hide my appreciation Secret for them. Shame. Yeah. Mine was a little more public. Um, <laughs> it was it was around still the the middle of nowhere album time, and I was really into that album. And I think like I got that for a present that year, that and the Tragic Kingdom album from No Doubt. But that I like the Tragic Kingdom album from No Doubt, but it was no middle of nowhere. And um, I think we used to watch in the AV room at primary school, which is like this tiered carpeted room that they'd wheel the TV kind of cabinet thing into and play some science program and it must have been an abc science program that ended around rage time or a clip time anyway there was usually two film clips at the end and one was around the world by daft punk which i was kind of like huh good song weird film clip and one was either where's the love I th- well it must have been where's the love by hansen and i just remember all of the girls in the combined classes going oh my god and all of the guys going <clears throat> bunch of girls <laughs> and I was kind of like oh shit I'm on that side of things um, don't you, scream don't scream or were you kind of thinking I've got an in here 
I didn't these, think all, like that. All these guys are not into this, but all these girls are, and I'm into the stuff that they're into. Pointy, I'm 28, and I only realised last year when people were flirting with me, I, 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 I was no idea at age 11. I didn't know! <laughs> I was trying oh. to look for the um, This Time Around album on iTunes, mm. because I have every album but all. Yeah. But Three Card Garage and Snowed In but I can't find it on iTunes, so... Well, after... Now I'm annoyed because I really want to listen to it. After Middle of Nowhere became hugely successful, I think because they were just taking advantage and touring everywhere they could, they kind of did release a slew of different things, and there was that Three Car Garage album, which was like... No, a... I think Three Car Garage was before that, wasn't no, it? No, well, it was technically released before that, but in Australia it came out well, after yeah, Middle yeah, of they Nowhere. Yeah, re-released it, yeah. Yeah, we didn't get it till after and Middle of Nowhere. Snowed in. Then Snowed In, and then the live album as well. So, all the songs on Middle of Nowhere, did they write all those songs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wrote them, and then I think, um... Dust Brothers? Someone like that. Kind of, they went with a production team who kind of, um, helped them shape them, and Tighten yeah. them up. I, I thought uh, the Dust Brothers did. Uh, they produced Mbop. I didn't know they did the whole album. I don't know. I was pretty sure they did the whole album. Oh, they but might I can't have. tell you for sure. But it was definitely Mbop onwards. Because like, didn't the Dust Brothers do like um, some stuff with Beck? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Odelay, Yeah, which was probably the year before that. Yeah. But yeah. See, that's the whole thing I associate with. I'm like, dudes are like completely genuine they're just little kids who write songs like me i'm amazing they're amazing we're cool you sort of hit the nail on the head before i think that's a good story like it's not manufactured yeah it's you know so from that perspective you've got to give credit where credit's due that's yeah. you know that's worthwhile it's none of this like you know go on tv and win a competition exactly bullshit. i think the fact that they're still they're still writing songs. They're still actually a band. Yeah. They're still, I guess, they've done well enough. Because it's not like they're massively popular at the moment. Yeah. But they've still done enough at the moment that people are going to be going and seeing them next week and exactly. everything. They're actually, because they've got that basis of writing their own songs, they're not yeah. just either singing somebody else's songs or having songs written for them. Yeah. They're actually... Wasn't it last you know, time they came, actually, they sold out? their first show and had to put another show on in yeah, Sydney. Yeah, they did. Like, that's a pretty big accomplishment for not bringing anything out for a good few years. And look, when I was when I was watching the VHS when I was a kid, I remember mum saying to me, oh, if they if they come out and tour, I'll, I'll get your dad to buy your tickets and you can go. And they never fucking no. did. And they came in 2003 when I was in New Zealand. I was like, ah! And um, then when, yeah, when they came a couple of years ago for the first time, they, I, they seemed to be really genuinely surprised by the reaction. Yeah. And I remember them saying, if we come back, do you reckon you guys would want to come again? And everyone's like, Wah! and screamed. And they're like, okay, you guys buy tickets next time, we'll come back. And sure enough, it's like been like a year and a half and they've announced a tour. Well, that's what I noticed that like on Facebook, like who went last time they came. I didn't get to go last time they came, yeah. but people that I noticed went last time they came are going again, mm. and people that didn't go last time are coming this time. For the time. first time, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been a fan since I was 11, yeah. but even guys that I know that are my age are booking tickets and going. Yeah. So they've done well. Well, I remember when, when I saw the announcement, I, I thought they'd just do a McCartney and never fucking tour here. <laughs> um, and I was in the car on the way to the Blue Mountains to visit someone and um, I was jumping up and down in my seat and literally screaming in the car and Natalie's like, 
and nothing cutesy. He's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, hands on a twang! I was screaming. And I was, I was kind of mildly excited and chuffed when they announced the second tour because I'm like, I'm going to that. I think when they, like said they were touring I was excited and I got tickets and then I had to sort of keep it at bay because otherwise I would just be ridiculous until they came I got I got yeah. tickets what a couple of months ago yeah. and I'm still uh, so excited I said to a few people actually like Hanson are now touring if Spice Girls then do a tour my 11 year old me <laughs> will be the most happiest person <laughs> in the world <laughs> I will seriously cry when Bob comes on Totally. I will be so excited. And if they don't play Mbop, I will tear... Oh, they will. They, they will. will. I'm sure they will. But on the off chance they don't, I'm going to tear the Enmore apart. Tear the yeah. fucking place I'm going to rip the carpet off the ground. On that <laughs> note, though, what do you reckon? They will play Mbop. When do you reckon they'll play it? Do you last think it'll song. Last, last song? I was Because I was thinking about that. Do you reckon it'll be like the intro to get everyone pumped up or they keep them there to the end? I because you it. know that, like, it's the not... Like, I like their other stuff as yeah, well, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But one of the big things is seeing that song and that live. Yeah. It's going to be the tits. Yeah. I think, though, that, like, just them coming out will be enough for someone like me. Yeah. I will nearly wet my pants oh, seeing all of them walk out and then if Mbop comes on um, bye bye excuse me <laughs> I'm not even going to be able to look at you if um, uh, I will come to you oh, if that oh comes God. on cry the amount of I w- there'll be we, tears for sure we before we go out and then we're all jumping around hyped up and we say hang on we need to slow it down <laughs> yeah. and we put I will come to you and we just get into this whole we almost serenade each other yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait so before we get into older Hanson here okay. um the whole slew of records in between. Did you have the Christmas album? Did you have the live I album? And all Christmas that? album, Christmas absolutely. Um, what Christmas means to me is one of my favourite songs because, as well, that was the most one of the most heavily whatever. Zach did most of the vocals on that one, mm. and he was my favourite, so I fucking loved that one. But even last year at Christmas, I was trying to make cookies, which didn't work. That's a completely different story. <laughs> but I was listening to the Christmas stuff and I was like, oh, my God, like I'd completely forgotten about it and I put that on and that song came on and I got so excited, like yeah. proper dancing around the kitchen, all of that more than any other Christmas song. That and the Beach Boys Christmas album for me every year. <laughs> I know what's a great downer Christmas album? What? Bob Dylan's Christmas oh, album. Oh, God, that'd be awful. <laughs> you really need something to come down. Damn. I was going to I have not heard that, but just I can a, only imagine. Just imagine, like, here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Santa Claus. No, oh, it's God. more like, not, that's more like 60s Dylan <laughs> sounding. It's got to be like, here comes Santa Claus. Yeah, it's got to sound <laughs> it's Santa Claus like a vampire. <laughs> here comes Santa Claus. <laughs> not that kind of vampire. Right down, Santa Claus lame. Huh? <laughs> no, that did sound pretty good though. Huh? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the fact they didn't tour when we were kids at all. Right? When you got that live record, you kind of went, I want to be there. I think even just watching Tulsa, Tokyo in the middle of nowhere, when they walked into Sydney Airport, Mm. I got sort of, you got that response and you didn't do an Australian tour. 
and remember all this stuff because they like I remember they came here but they didn't do a tour and remember TV hits remember the that magazine yeah and there was this feature of them sitting on this boat in Sydney Harbour and it had all the stuff I remember that remember yeah Yeah. and I remember looking at that just going oh my god how could I not have been there like why aren't they doing a show like I was genuinely devastated like as devastated as a freaking eight-year-old could be. Yeah. I feel like you were just was... wanting to go to Sydney Harbour and dip your feet in and go hands of war on a boat that was in this water. Yeah. 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 Sounds like, um, almost like Beatlemania, like, in a way. Uh, Obviously not on that scale, but yeah. Yeah, like, that kind of gives the <laughs> yeah. sense of it. Like, like Grant said, not that scale, but it was definitely the, like that, oh my God, mm-hmm. I just want to touch them. Like, not in a dirty way, but I just wanted... <laughs> now I, now. Would, I was going to say now I would like to touch them in a dirty way, but back then, like, I wouldn't have even... Yeah, of course you would, but <laughs> wouldn't even have considered it. Like, it was just that whole, oh, my God, I just want to see them. Like, even just see them. Not really rivaled that, but well, it was close. Charlie got into them on this time around, like, the second proper album. Did you? Was that when you were kind of getting out of them? I never got... I didn't get into that album as much. What songs were on that one? Because if only. What, only. Yes. <laughs> oh, if only, like, only this time around. Oh, gosh, I can't even remember. I'm pretty I used sure. to listen to it on a Discman all the time. Yeah. Oh, totally. It was... I think if I had, the like... Ball. I know that I didn't listen to that album as much. If I had the year, I'd be able to figure 2000. out... 2000. 2000. Okay. Year six. Okay. Yep. But 2000 was then the transition to high school. I started the high school and I went to a kind of. I was a I was a goody two shoes and then I went to a high school that didn't let me be a goody two shoes. It was okay. kind of rough and so things started to change there. Yeah. And so I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get into it as much. And then it honestly dropped off for ages. Like I still had that whole nostalgia thing about middle of nowhere. And it wasn't until, like, recently when I heard, is it Shouted Out? Yeah. I heard that and I heard the songs on that and I was like, holy shit. Holy like, shit. At first I was like, I can't believe this is Hanson. Like, for them to have... Because you know how a lot of bands, like, they have that great beginning. or Well, great for us. Yeah. You know, we were kids. But they have that great beginning and then they all bands mature and everything and the sound changes and blah, blah, blah. And some just go really, really wrong. Some get great. Yeah. But some go really wrong. And I remember hearing... Um, I can't remember what song it was that I heard first from Shout It Out. Was it Give a Little? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard that and I was like, holy shit. Like, it is a, mm. It is actually a genuinely good song. Like, for what it is, for a pop song, really, really good. And that's actually, like, there was a period of, like, ten years or something where I was like, fuck Hanson, I don't care. You know. Was a large part of that um, for you as well, Charlie, that they just weren't releasing shit after that yeah. in Australia. Yeah, it was sort of like they, they did something and they dropped off and then they came back and they dropped off and it was mm. it was almost, I don't know, it was like peer pressure not to like something that wasn't around at the time. So yeah. it was then, and there were so many other artists to like that it was, yeah. you forget about it and then they come back and it's ooh. Well at that age them. it's always about like, you know, you're trying to consume as much as you can because you're, so, yeah. you're just learning about yeah. things. So like you're trying to just take in as much as is humanly possible. So, also, yeah, think, you wouldn't be waiting around for someone if they haven't brought out an album mm, for yeah. 18 months, two like years. It's not like Tool, where you'll yeah. wait 10 years for an album. <laughs> when you're at that age, it's oh. like, it's been six months, haven't heard anything, see you I later. I might have a 10-year-old like, before Tool bring out a new <laughs> yeah. album. 
when you guys were getting into middle of nowhere was probably yeah. when I was getting into Tool. Oh, <laughs> really? Because I would have been in year eight when um, middle of nowhere came out. And yeah, that's yeah. would have been a year yeah. or two after Anima came out. Uh, so yeah, that's probably what I was listening to at the time, <laughs> which is probably why I wasn't into Hanson. <laughs> we were such different children, Pointy. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. probably different adults. Yeah. <laughs> well, still, yeah, but we, we, we kind of, I guess, meld really well now as friends, but then we're kind of like, you like this, you like this. Yeah, well, one of, well I think I said this on an early episode, so I apologise to anyone who's listened to more is it, than one. Is it fuck em? This... Is it fuck him? No. <laughs> you apologise to someone who's listened to more than one of these podcasts? Yeah, well... Uh, you fuck me up! <laughs> fuck me up, dude! <laughs> really um, <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, no, well, what I was going to say was... Uh, that's really one of the reasons why I like you, and I've like mentioned it on the podcast before, that the fact that you can like stuff like Hanson yeah. and like be convicted in that, that's a good thing. Did I you... don't think you need to be ashamed about that. Did you realise they were still a thing before you met me? Uh, not really. I mean, I... Well, I don't think I'd ever thought about them again. Yeah. So it wasn't that I didn't think they were doing anything. I just hadn't thought about them at all. They were just something that happened when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. The whole story with what happened ended up being that um, after Middle of Nowhere and after this time, of ra- this time around, like, it was 90... It was four or five years between albums that toured the world and toured the world and toured the world, grown up, become early teens, recorded an album that didn't do as well because they hadn't released anything yeah. new in that time. And then their label um, merged with another label. And so on a smaller one, it merged with a major, and they got dropped in between um, because they wrote, like... 80 to 100 songs and kept writing and writing and writing and they just kept going not a hit not mbop it's not like try something new metal try something dance yeah. this is where the kids are at and Hanson are like we've got like enough for like four albums worth of gold here and they flew them around the world to work with people like Ben Folds and the guy from the New Radicals and strangely enough Carly Simon um, which is just not what you want if you want something current but you know <laughs> They just flew them around the world, and eventually they'd been in this hold where they'd written hundreds of songs and recorded them, and they were turned back for every single one that they just went, we'll buy out of the contract, and with the money that our parents have put into an investment fund for us that we made on our first album, we're going to start an independent label. And they started an independent label, and from that pool of 80, 100 songs, they had a couple of albums worth. And so they recorded the first album back after that on their own independent label. But the problem with Australia was is that they didn't really have the fan base here at that point to continue independently releasing stuff here, so they just focused on America and Europe. Well, I think when, like, you've got... They start off with such a, a crowd that they perform for basically teenage and, and preteen girls yeah. and then they don't release something for so long and then someone like Britney Spears comes onto the scene oh, yeah. and she brings out two albums a year. Yeah. She is getting so much airplay and support and everything and then Hanson come out with something that's not as poppy as what they used to be or yeah. what she is, yeah. then no one's going to look at them anymore and then they exactly. sort of forget about Australia basically and they come back again and it's only really people that like the three of us basically <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else out there excluding Aaron the true <laughs> yeah the true 
Hanson fans that will go, hey, hang on a minute, let me let me go and buy this album and see what it's about. Yeah. Whereas people, you've got, yeah, they're competing with Britney Spears and all those other pop icons out there. It's it's hard, but we're still here. Oh, we still yeah. love them. Well, <laughs> the first album not to be released here was um, Underneath in 2004. By that point, I'd moved to New Zealand and... I have an American friend who just got everything sent over. And I was like, mm. oh my god, New Hanson album, but you just couldn't buy it anywhere. Yeah. And so for the next couple of albums after that, she just did the same thing. Yeah, see, all of that I missed. Yeah, like, I was completely into middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, like, all the st- and all the stuff that came with it, you know, the videos, the posters, the blah, 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 got really, really into it. Um, and then I think by the time anything else came out from them that's when i had dropped off and been like no yeah whatever blah 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 you know got i guess teenager two up myself was like nah that's not cool blah 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 see i tried to find this time around on itunes and i could find the single and i could find if only but i can't actually find the album i think it's because they are an independent label now so they just put up everything that um but i mean that's the thing you're marketing a band to kids and then you grow older you want to actually continue being a real band but they still want you to release things for kids Mm. that just doesn't fit anymore and that's why they're in that holding pattern for like two years where they lost their entire fan base outside of the major capitals because like they just weren't a band for kids anymore yeah i think they've done well now though because i mean if they didn't have again for what it is for pop music i mean i know i've got my whole I've got completely different tastes now yeah. with the stuff that I listen to. Like, I'm majority of the stuff I listen to heavy metal and, and, and punk stuff, but there's certain pop songs and pop bands that still get me because I'm a pop kid at heart, yeah. you know? Like, they still get me. Well, but with Hanson... Hey? I think that's pretty punk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I do. Like, you know, that's the spirit of punk. Like, oh. just liking what you like and do what you want to do. I'm totally punk. You are. <laughs> I'm pretty heavy metal. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but the stuff they the stuff they do on like underneath and the walk and shouted out and now the new album anthem, it, it's all slightly different from each other. But it it does fit into that pop rock stuff they were doing when they were kids. It's still kind of the same thing, but now you're allowed to like it because they're adults making music for adults, whereas there was that transition period where they were young adults making music that was supposed to be for kids, but it wasn't, and blah, blah, blah. I think it's my, it was one of my brother's friends who's probably like 32, 33 now that actually said, Hanson are legitimately a good band because yeah. they, they write their own music, they write their own lyrics they sing their own songs it's it's all them whereas they own their own label they release yeah. their own stuff like they it's all them only distribute through other other labels to get stuff out here yeah which I think like unless you're if you're trying to get airplay and whatnot on commercial radios and everything to get out there and get to the teenage population then you need to have different people writing for you and, and all the auto tunes and everything in your songs whereas they're just music and and vocals and it's them yeah and it kind of shows a little bit of substance on their part as well i think to have had like really like with the popularity of mbop and middle of nowhere like that album that was huge and then the time period that went from then 
to now, the number of albums that they released that didn't do shit, didn't do anything, nobody really gave a shit, but they've still done it. Nothing about that has made them go like, oh, no, and walk away from it. Like, they've got, like, you know, little side projects and blah, 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 but they're still doing it and they're still doing it at this age and everything. I kind of go, well... Kudos. Yeah. Yeah, kudos, yeah. And, again, like I said before, like... Again, I've got my other stuff that I love so much more and, you know, my metal stuff and my punk stuff and blah, blah, blah. But I still, again, give credit where credit's due because... You'll air guitar a slash song, but the minute Mbop comes on, you'll yeah. everything. Yeah, I will. Come and boogie. Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> and part of it, I think, is that nostalgia thing. But I don't know, maybe a lot of that's only when it's Mbop because you listen to Shout It Out or the songs from Anthem or something. And it is, it's like... Red's friends say like yeah. they're a genuinely good band now like yeah. again for what it is for pop music like I'm you know I'm not going to talk them up like they're some fucking like the greatest band in the world but for what it is <laughs> for what it is you know yeah. they're a good pop band you know yeah, but I, they're not trying to say like you know where the fucking shit blah 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 they're not listen to us yeah mm. yeah they're, they're not um, they're not like the Noel Gallagher of the pop world yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. thank you could you imagine though if any of no, the Hanson kids had turned into like had the attitude of like a Gallagher no, like really could crowd. you imagine no one, no one <laughs> is as funny in rock and roll as Noel Gallagher no, no. that guy he's is great. he's a genius the older he gets the more curmudgeonly and funny he will get I think that, and I, I hate to sort of put down Hanson, but doing a lot of reading up on them when I was younger, they came from the sort of family that did homeschooling and they mm. had a million yeah. brothers and mm. sisters and all that sort of stuff. So I kind of think, like, if people that are musically talented when we were growing up, if their parents didn't send them to school and focus more on their music, where they would be. But oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were quite religious, also weren't they? Yeah, very yeah. religious. Like the family was. The family they was, but they quite kind young. of yeah. they're like Baptists or something, something like so. that. Yeah, I think Baptists. Because all right. of them are married now. They're all married. Yeah. They've all got like yeah. so mul- multiple children. Oh yeah. Thing, like, yeah. Oh yeah. So and I read up the other day that they've all sort of married. I think. Isaac married first and then they all just sort of met their wives through his wife and then they've all oh, got wow. at least oh, more that like, very cultish it, yeah. it <laughs> but even, even when they were younger like it even still sounded a bit cultish like how they were mm. homeschooled and then sort of yeah. driven around See, to I make music and all that, that sort of stuff like, like. looking back probably but I never thought about that at the time I never like, thought about but the it's like either. we were saying before like my Obsession, like, and it really was an obsession with Hanson, was completely superficial. Loved the music, don't get me wrong, but oh my god, Zach Hanson convinced myself I was gonna marry him. Like, as a kid, that's what it was, you know. Like, I'm gonna have to agree there because I started dating my first boyfriend because, because he, he had, had long, long hair, hair and looked like Zach Hanson. <laughs> yeah. And the weird oh thing my is, god. I know the weird Did you thing, ever tell him that. I can't remember, (laughs) but we were together for like four years, even after he chopped his hair off, so there must have been a bit of personality there. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what I was. Or you were just thinking, hair grows back. (laughs) Hair grows. 
exact same guy. It was the exact same guy that we used to laugh about and say, what was that killer's song? Um, you've got you a had a boyfriend that looked like a girlfriend. girlfriend. I actually used to sing that to him yeah, as well when I was pissed off with him. I'd sing that to him. That was funny as hell, but when you were younger, it would have been like, oh my God, he has long hair. And it was long blonde hair. And the weird thing is that my other two boyfriends <laughs> they both not when I got with them but they were they both had long blonde hair since so maybe it's oh, like a wow. connection thing that maybe I'm it's like a just, your I'm tastes like, were formed psyche. early yeah and yeah. Uh, you're not on the good wicket <laughs> oh no <laughs> What's wrong? No. I tried to find a photo of him with the long hair. It's not on there. But it's how do I turn this thing off? Yeah, Googling Charlie's ex-boyfriend. Go, go. Killing us. Kill us. Not the one that might be listening, so chill out. Just, if any of the ex-boyfriends are listening, it's the other one. It's the other one. It's not you. It's the other one. you. Even though you you. all had long blonde hair. It's the other one. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, long blonde hair, that's me! That is, yeah, it's not you, but it's you. It's, yeah, it's it's the other one. No. So who who is the fourth person that's coming along? Uh, That is mine and Emma's friend, Charlie. Charlie. Not to be mistaken with Charlie. Charlie, (laughs) Charlie, Charlie, Emma and Grant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Charlie, I think Charlie is more excited for the middle of nowhere songs. Yeah. Um, I have given her all the latest stuff, but I'm pretty sure she's more excited for sort of mbop and where's the love, which I am too, but I'm exactly. going to be equally as happy if... But also, you don't want to go to a concert and be waiting for two songs when the gig is going to go for 90 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's yeah. the worst thing. Like, you yeah. want to go and enjoy the whole thing. I think... Last tour, there was that. Like, at the end more, there seemed to be more people just there for seeing Hanson in general. But at the Hi-Fi, which was the second one that went on sale, um, there were so many people just going, what is this shit? What is this stuff I don't know what this is you know there was waiting for Mbop and that like whole theory behind that was the fact that the first show sold out in like a day and it's like okay those are the people that know Hanson and still like Hanson the second show was that by the time people figured out they were touring and they still liked and decided they wanted to go those are the people that kind of felt more nostalgic but um I of course bought tickets to both and joined the fan club so I could get the fan club pre-acoustic show, and I got to shake all their hands and say hello. And um, how was that, by so the way, the acoustic show? How long was it before you washed your hands? No, I I My went to the bar to get a beer. So like Bart probably. Simpson with a spit mark and a band-aid and everything. If I'd met hands and I shook their hands, um, it was really good. They kind of played. Um, they send out, like, a, a member's EP of, like, different stuff mm. when you join. And so they played all the songs on that, and then they yeah. just took requests and played, like, did rare stuff. Did they do, and, and again, this is my inner child, did they do an acoustic version of Mbop? No, they didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. Didn't. Wow. But that is out there, though. I get that, though, but a little part of me is a little bit disappointed. I'm, I'm, I would love to hear what A big what part is, of me is disappointed. I would love to hear I want to hear an acoustic version. version. Sounds Let's like. I have that at home. Start a chant. Start a chant. Start a chant. Start a chant. Acoustic. 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 Acoustic version of Mumbop. Acoustic version of Mumbop. <laughs> Wait, I don't think you're allowed to actually clap because that's too electric. You'll just need to like make it more acoustic version of a bop. Acoustic version of a bop. 
and they have at home the entire middle of nowhere album dvd done on acoustic like really? an acoustic show they did i also have the five of five which is all five of their proper yep. studio albums performed live in, over live five nights um and i have the strong enough to break dvd which is the documentary they made about you the label troubles holy shit we're going next friday what what? <laughs> wait, wait. What what? Yeah, that's gonna be great. I'm so excited. I'm really excited. Considering the tour is the anthem tour, I'm sure that they're not gonna do an anthem tour and just do the entire thing of nineteen ninety seven. Like they're gonna Well last year come was and do everything. Last tour was on the end of the Shouted Out tour, so that yeah. Shouted Out had come out like two years before that. So it wasn't really anything to release. You know, for them to come, but this is actual. What was that like with the on an album release? Shout it out, shout it out. Like, what kind of mix of it? It was a lot of middle of nowhere, a lot of middle of nowhere, and um, this time around stuff. Uh, a little bit of underneath. So I mean, they've got okay. Barely any of the walk. um, Yeah, but a lot of a lot of shout it out, and um, I guess this time there will be a lot of anthem. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm cool with that because, like, for me, because I had that massive gap missing because I apparently got too cool for everybody in high school. It was the dark years. Um, For me, the major ones for me is middle of nowhere and then the massive jump to shout it out because it was like that whole... Well, that's probably what you'll hear a lot of plus anthem. I really hope so. I'm going to be really, really happy with that. Like, the middle stuff, maybe they'll play one or two songs... Maybe I won't know them. I'm okay mm. with that. But as long as, again, okay, it's like Charlie always says, like, the 11-year-old is going to be, yeah. like, seriously so excited to hear Mbop, but then the older part of me now I that will... genuinely likes this stuff is going to be really excited to hear this new stuff and see them and see what it's going to be like to see them as adults playing this new stuff that's... Studio. You know, still has that energy of umba, but is a lot more mature musically and lyrically and blah blah blah. See, I'm gonna be happy if like at least umba, where is the love? I will come to you. Mm-hmm. Um, if only this time around, then like shout it out and mm-hmm. the stuff from Anthem comes out, then I will be one very satisfied person, and I'll be a little bit hopeful because I've read that Taylor, <laughs> Zach or Taylor, I can't remember, met their wife at one of their concerts. So yeah, maybe they I, can, like... Hanson wife. I could make a new TV show on Foxtel. <laughs> you could. None, none of this sister wife shit, Hanson wife, and I'll be the only one, and the other one can... And I'm not going <laughs> to parent your children. They can go with... <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you say before? I'm picturing, like... Uh, 90s family movie from the kid's point of view where you're the terrible fucking stepmom yeah. who comes and... <laughs> I um, will... Excuse me, you know what comes to mind? Parent trap. Yes. You the bitch. <laughs> no, I'll buy them heaps of nice shit. The oh, there you go. I'll buy them heaps You wake nice up stuff. in the middle of a lake on an air mattress. Yeah, that, that, that chick wanted to send Lindsay Lohan to military school. Yes, and I'm sorry, that you. chick should have. Have we seen how Lindsay Lohan turned out? She, she should have gone, gone to military school. school. Well, she can't end up in a place like <laughs> I guess. Well, if she... The whole of the story was the parent trap got it wrong. Exactly. If she'd gone... And I'm sorry, you should not split up twins. No wonder Ever. she's so... Right. Dennis Quaid, shame on you, Dennis Quaid. We have discussed this, how fucked up, really, <laughs> when you think about it, when you get older, how 
fucked up Parent Trap is. I'm not even talking about the original. Let's talk Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, version. always Lindsay Lohan. Let's lo- let's talk about her version, let's right? Get together. Who yeah, yeah, the yeah. fuck splits up twins for one, and then both parents seem totally okay with like completely ignoring the other one? Yeah. Like, how fucked up is that? Yeah, you go with your mother. You go with your father. Neither of you shall know you have a sibling. Yeah, and not even like keeping the siblings apart, right? But as a mother or a father. Completely disregarding. They don't even talk. They don't even call. They don't even send letters or anything. They just completely ignore the fact that they have another child living in, you know, either the US or the UK, depending on which parent you are. And they're okay with that. And the poor little kids go and... They're like, oh, I'm so excited to meet you. I'd be like, you got some splendid to do. <laughs> yeah, right. Excuse me. How fucked up is that? And the grandpa let it all happen. Yeah, he, I know. He and loves Jessie, the little kid. Yes. Jessie, she, although I do love that bit when she realises that the other one is there and she's like, oh, oh my God. And she starts crying and, like, makes all the food and everything. I do love that. The but fucking still, dog knew before yeah, Dennis Quaid knew. The dog did. The, the dog, dog knew. Straight dog away. And Dennis Quaid and Emma Thompson look alike should be very ashamed of themselves. <laughs> Who is that in that movie? What's her name? Natasha Richardson. Richardson. She died Dang recently. It. She did, didn't she? Yes. Wasn't she married to Liam Neeson? Or? Yeah. yeah. And it made me really sad and because in died. Love Actually, Liam Neeson's Aww. wife had died. Oh, and then dies. <laughs> Now I picture him as his character for... Yeah. No, I know. Didn't she die in, like, a ski... Skiing accident, like Sonny Bono. That was... That's a rich way to die. That was really... (laughs) (laughs) That's like a Sonny Bono way to die. That's exactly. Skis and trees. Liam Neeson and Cher should now marry or something. (laughs) That's 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 a great sitcom. Liam Neeson and Cher. And then they should adopt Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yeah. This just went really <laughs> weird. No, no, this is great. <laughs> this is just I like that we all watched The Parent Trap, though. I fucking love that movie. Ever, I've seen the 80s this Parent is, Trap. No, the Lindsay oh, Lohan no, one. I was going to say, this has turned into a very 90s conversation. It has. Very 90s conversation. Right. No, but it looks so painful. That always scared me. That always scared me. Although, that was my favourite. That was one of my favourite parts of the movie when they got sent to the cabin and then they, you know, they do the whole, like, figuring out, I'm, blah, 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 I, I and then they have it, to like, learn about each other. I love, I love it. They love each other and they're exactly identical and, and then like, it's mm-hmm. not until, like, 24 hours later. Wait, you have a photo that it. matches my photo? <laughs> hang on. Are we t- <laughs> Have either of you watched Orphan Black? one has short hair and one has long hair. <laughs> and so they're, no, they're like, no, 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 no. We're not twins. And one has a terrible English accent. <laughs> I'm your mother. I'm a fashion designer. I'm your grandfather. I smell like peppermint. There's a phone under the stairs. <laughs> Pretty much the gist of it all. <laughs> what are we talking about again? <laughs> oh. And that accusatory that... look they all give Lindsay Lohan when she comes out from under the stairs, called? like, what are you doing? Yeah. Sorry. Is that the new Hanson record? <laughs> no, the new Hanson record is Anthem, and it sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It is, like, badass for Hanson. It's really good. What? What? Oh. oh. Just... <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, all yeah. the time I tried to do that. That was like middle of nowhere shit. Yeah. Yeah. What did you try to do? Do the Hanson symbol thing. It was on all the CDs and stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was the I know, O, it was the o circling the H A N S O and then the Yeah. I could write it perfectly. Oh. Yeah, just before we wrap up, I just thought we might take a little trip back to 1997 yeah. and see uh, what other records we might have been all listening together at oh. that time. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So, obviously <laughs> So obviously we know we've uh Got three out of four that were busting out a lot of middle of nowhere. Yep. But there are also a lot of other great albums mm -hmm. that came out that same year. So maybe we'll just we'll just get in a bit closer here and we'll go okay. through this list. All right, let's have a look. Scooch in. So Kenny <clears throat> G, what the fuck? Kenny G pointy. Kenny what? Oh, no. None of us will listen to Kenny G. This isn't my list. I'm just the saying this is a list of albums that oh, came out that year. Oh, that came out around the same time as Middle of Nowhere? Or is this after? No, no, this is the same year. All the same year, year as Middle of yeah. Nowhere. Reef, okay. place your hands. I didn't get oh, into Incubus till later. <laughs> Reef was oh always my on. God. That's, that's not the words. No, that's not the words. Right. Daft Punk. Well, see, they Daft were on Punk. the same the okay. same video that I saw yeah. at school. Cest pour vivre by Celine, Celine Dion. Dion. So definitely, a, definitely okay. a big one for me was Freak Show. I was gonna say I j I had to point that out because that was a fairly significant thing as well. Isn't the that offspring. funny that that was the same Because don't you think about it as being kind of separate when you think they back about They had very similar stuff? hair. Like, no, shut up. Don't <laughs> even. Alright? Whatever. My feelings about Hanson and Silverchair are completely different. I can't believe that was around the same time. And <laughs> Tony Bennett on holiday. I was also a big fan of Blur's self-titled album that mm -hmm. came out that year. See, all of this I got into a couple of years later. Coal Chamber. Yeah, right. I hadn't even thought Baruchasol. about that. Yeah, Baruchasol. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> Ash. Ash. I, did, I actually do have that Live the Wireless EP. I thought it was Shuster there, but it says Cluster. Cluster. <laughs> Playground. Elliot Smith, Either Or. That's another classic. I didn't get into that at the time, though. Which one? Elliot Smith. No, I didn't get into that at the time. I got into oh, Elliot Smith probably more around Fuck figure eight. Nick and Human Nature. Tell them everybody. everybody. Telling everybody, everybody what we, we did, did last night. <laughs> <laughs> mighty, mighty boss tones. Oh, I, what was oh, that major song? The impression song that, that I get. Yes. I hate I, that song. Really? I loved that song. I don't know why song. I can't stand that song, but I can't Oh, Ted Nugent, what a piece All of I shit. BJ's. <laughs> I'm just now looking at songs. I'm not even remembering a lot of these from the time. I'm just looking at fucking stuff that I like. I remember. Well, Helmet. You, well, U2's pop Aerosmith. was up there a bit before, I think. And mm. that was... I think it? I saw Pop by U2. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan, but I do remember that record Savage being Garden pretty big. Again. So that's like the, the debut wow. Savage Garden. Oh my god. <laughs> and Obviously before here we go. Ben Folds 5, yes. Whatever and Ever Amen. Amen. That was one of the few on this list they actually did get oh, into. I used Amen. to have a cassette that had Whatever and Ever Amen on one side and Eternal Nightcap by oh, wow. the Whitlam's on the other side. I wouldn't have got into the Whitlam's at that time, but I definitely got into the Ben Folds 5 album at the time. Gwar. I was no. going to say. Notorious B.I.G. Well, didn't, didn't someone... And Warren Yeah, just after visiting Australia. And they got in a lot of trouble, didn't they? With Tony Abbott. They, and like, decapitating the and Tony Abbott doll. And stuff. They, like, yeah, cut yeah. their breasts off and stuff. Mm. 
Uh, um, Machine Head, Al- The More Things God, Change. Alison I got into Krause. that at the time. That was that chick that did all those songs for Ali McBeal. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? She it? did like the whole album. Yeah, yeah, on the piano and shit. Yeah. Oh. And Charlie, you were talking Aqua. about Aqua. Aqua, yes. Aquarium! Indeed, you were correct. <laughs> Oh my god, I fucking hate yellow card with a passion. In Some douchebag that I used to see tried to make me he wasn't listen. A douchebag. Okay, no, he wasn't a douchebag, okay. But he said that out of all of the bands in the world, his favourite band was Yellow Card and I lost complete respect for him because of all the bands, really? Yellow card? All like, the bands. All, all, the all the bands. bands. Of all the bands. Of all the bands. That have ever existed. But yellow card. Really, I would have respected him more if he said, like, fucking... Hanson. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> but, I don't know, like, Fall Out Boy or something. Like You loved Fall Out Boy. Yellow, yeah, there were only, like, three songs. I never got any of their albums, so I don't know the other stuff. No. Third Eye Blind! Grand. Sleater Kinney. What that look? You were like... Oh, I was just like... I don't super know. Super uh, that's actually, I really got into In It For The Money. That was my first introduction to Supergrass, even though um, All Right was probably a bigger song, but yeah. that was oh, the album that I got into. Ace really crocker shit. <laughs> Ace really crocker shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Danny DeFranco, this is very 90s. Like Killer a... Wasps. <laughs> and there we go, there's the uh, middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. May the 6th. Yeah. Misfits, modest man. It's not the, it's not the, it's not the real misfits time. though, really. No, not by this point, no, no. way. Go away. This is. Oh, this is awesome. Blood on the Food dance floor. James History Taylor. Blood, what? Well done. Blood yeah, that's Michael floor. Jackson. That's probably oh, the Food Fighters' best mixed, album. I you really? Were talking about the bees and that no, band yeah, Blood on the yeah, dance floor. Like they are okay. They're worse than Yellow Card. They oh, are literally the worst band in the world. The uh, Batman and Robin soundtrack oh, had that. <laughs> that Batman and Robin soundtrack had the end is beginning is the end on yeah. it. So that was pretty good. But that um, was that wasn't the one with um, Seal Kiss from yeah, Rose. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, maybe that was the one before that. Seal from Kiss from Rose was on. Okay. Um, was uh, Batman Forever? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't care what anybody has to say. Time to say goodbye, Sarah Brightman. Pretty sure that's the version she does with Andrea Bocelli. Awesome. I don't know it. Oh, seriously, listen to it. It is fucking incredible. Pat Benatar. We don't need to really go any further on this list for me, just because I've seen OK Computer. I was just going to say, oh, no, I think I pressed something. That's OK. You ruined it. I ruined everything. No, I, no I saw OK Computer. I was going to say, I knew that Brilliant was the one album. you were going to fucking talk about. Yeah, because I actually have a really Dude vivid Ranch. memory. Blink-182. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, well, uh... Wayne. Wayne Green. I see. Is that insane clown positive? That wasn't. Yeah. the Little Daisy's time, was it? That was a couple of years before, mm, that was wasn't it? Limp Biscuit. That was before. Where? These dollar uh, bills, y'all. Three dollar bills, y'all. And oh. the Fat of the Land by the Prodigy. <laughs> that was a pretty big one. I can't from here. Yeah, just Slipknot. So, what year is this? 1997. Danny Warhol's come down. So does that freak you out that you were like bopping along you know to Hanson when Slipknot's first you know record Isn't came that out? Funny because I listen to like Mate Feed Kill Repeat now, and I think fuck that's incredible. But at that time, I was listening to Hanson, and I and again Britney and then Christina and all of that pop stuff. Like, but that's so okay. Funny. Oh, it's totally okay. Tastes like, evolve so and change. You know what? I am completely Alice okay. Bom, 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 I'm completely okay with my degrees. pop beginnings. <laughs> you married. Moose. Yeah. So, Mewiski Town! 
Mewiski Town? Is that what you just said? <laughs> Whiskey Town! See, that's the same thing I'm having like Emma had about Slipknot. I'm like, really? At the time Whiskey Town Strangers Almanac came out, I was. Look. Yeah, I was. Oh, listening to Hanson. Oh, Morrissey. Not the best. It's, it's not the best oh. Morrissey album, but it's Tina all right. Tina's pointy would lose her shit saying that right now. What, Tina, Tina Arena? Because she, she doesn't hates like her. Oh, uh, I she hates her like, with a passion. I kind of like Tina Arena. Oasis. Oh, don't tell her that. Ramsh- I, Oasis. I remember I bought Be Here Now the day it came out from David Jones in the Dude. mall at Hunter Street. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Right. I was. I had like a magazine that had like the release date on. Yeah, well, it wasn't to open. It was after school, but yeah, I did get it that day. So funny, hole, hole. Pretty sure there's only like one hole song that Creed. Fuck Creed. Can you take me higher? Ooh, Jebediah, slightly odd way. There's a very good one from that year. Oh. Corner shop, brim full of Asher. Charlie's like, oh, okay, Incubus Science. I like Incubus. That uh, that album, that's the one that had certain shade of green. Leanne like, Rhymes was you fucking sick. Yeah, that was their first record, wasn't it? Was it? <laughs> I think so. Because it wasn't no, for yourself for second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Asha. Butterfly. Asha. Oh, Asha. Asha. Hall and Oates yeah. at the drive-in. Was Mario Curious Butterfly the one where it was like the Far golden out. cover on the front isn't that had funny honey on it? a list? No, isn't this funny though? Seeing a list, it's like in this list right now, it's like Usher, Buster Rhymes, Hall and Oates at the drive-in, Elton John, Boys to Men, Elton Dream Theatre. And get into that in the drive-in. And the hives. 2001. And the hives. And Bjork. Bjork. Paul McCartney. Bob Dylan. Chumba Wumba. Get knocked down. Everclear, so much for the afterglow. Yes. That's not a bad Apex Twin, I did not know Apex Twin went That's back That's a this scary far. fucking oh, yeah. album. Yeah, come, I didn't daddy, know that come, went back that far. I only recently Ugh. heard about, like I said, I was listening to Hanson at this time. LL Cool J. Jurassic 5. Jurassic 5. Oh, what? You know, they'll get us here. Jurassic 5. Green Day. Rick James. Nimrod by Green Day. Lil Soul John. and Pepper's here. Lil John and the Eastside Boys get yeah, crunk. right. Deftones around the fur. What? Pointy, when was the last Shakira. time you got crunk? <laughs> this is crazy. Like saying all these things in the same thing. John Lennon. I love the jo- I love it in the same column. It says Very John best. Lennon, <laughs> Little John, and Shakira. That's, they were all releasing stuff around the same that time. Should not it's all be, the same era. That should not be in the same column. Kiss. <laughs> Fish, that's funny. Ah, funny. Zyrika, is that that's the Flaming Lips Wait, album that's got like cause, you've got to play noise. four copies at once. <laughs> Only in my dreams. I haven't heard the cause in fucking Shania years. Twain. Come on over. Okay, the I don't know about you guys, but for Sha- for Charlie Jim and Jim. I, that was a pretty significant album in our lives. It was Shania a pretty Twain. significant like, album in a lot of people's lives. Like but guy, God, she shits me. Yeah, she shits me to tears. I oh went to a God. wedding and like Shania yeah. Twain song was like yeah. the, Bitch, the key boys, song. Yeah. I don't Carly know if I can be at that wedding. Stop I making it her. bigger. Make her smaller. <laughs> Impossible Princess is the only good Kylie Minogue album. Oh, really? Are you yes. sure? It's a good yeah. Kylie Minogue Are you album? sure? Yes. Boys, girls! <laughs> Beach boys. <laughs> Pet Sound Sessions. Led Zeppelin. That's when they released the box set where they isolated all the vocals. Oh, Barbara Streisand. I love that it says Ozzy Osbourne and then it says Enya. Ozzy Osbourne. Bad Brains. Enya hate breed is my... Mystical, isn't that funny? That is funny. It's like Reload. Barbara Streisand, Bad Brains, and then Ozzy Osbourne and Enya. 
fucking hate breed. Yeah, right. This is so fun. Sublime. Yeah. This is AFI and no effects. This is fucking hilarious. Look and at Harry it. Connick Jr. Don't forget oh that. Oh my god. And John Mellencamp when Mystical he dropped the cougar. and then Metallica. Isn't this hilarious? Erica Badu. Hanson. Yeah, right after the Erica Badu and Modest. <laughs> this is hilarious. And him. Yeah, right. Greatest Love Songs Volume Number Six Six Six. I did not know that that Remote. came out this year. Bill like, Will Smith's album is Big Willie style. Tupac. Marilyn Manson. Who let Will Smith release an album with a Aaron title? Carter. Oh, Aaron oh, Carter. <laughs> He's got a crush on him. Slim Shady EP. Slim Shady Eminem. EP came out the same year. By the time I was getting out of Hanson and into Eminem, which let's just talk about is a completely different episode. Um, <laughs> let's do an Eminem episode. <laughs> um, yeah, by the time I was getting out of Hanson, I was getting into Eminem. Yeah. So you'd be like... The flip side. We would have, of that. Yeah, we would have been reversing. Okay, guys. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Morrissey's just joined us again. Yeah. So before she settles in, I just thought I would thank both Charlie and Emma thank for coming you. on the show. Gemma. We appreciate it. And again, like it I will Charlie. appreciate. Chamali. Um, Emily. Chamali. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on anymore. Neither <laughs> do I. I'm just saying Emily. Anyway, Chipotle? it doesn't matter. We can figure out a portmanteau later. A pimento? Portmanteau. <laughs> What's a portmanteau? Like a combination. Combination like, laksa. Like, like you just chuck in... Okay, you know how like... Combination uh, chicken and yeah. Okay, you know what they call Brad and Angelina Brangelina? Yes. Poultry. Oh, okay. Red meat. Seafood. Chuck it all in. Portmanteau. I don't understand portmanteau. Portmanteau. You're saying it wrong. Portmanteau. <laughs> no, you're, you're saying it like... That's a dinner right there. Port and mentos. Let's just wrap this up and then let's talk shit. The fuck up. Okay. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Pointy and Moose. Yeah. Thank you very much for having us. Moose and Pointy. (laughs) Thanks for being here. (laughs) No, it was fun. I flipped it. Fuck off. And Morrissey, thank you for being our spiritual guide on this journey that we've been on. You've kept us safe and kept a watchful eye over us. If you want to know where to find us tomorrow, which is the 2nd of August, we will be at Murray's Brewery for my bucks. Moose has organised a lovely trip out. But since you'll be hearing this in the future from that date, we we hopefully made it back okay and we're still alive. But other than that, if you did enjoy this, please like us on Facebook or on Twitter. Where you will also find information if we didn't make it home. Yes, but that that would be a very sad turn of events. Leave a review on iTunes and uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I'm from England. I'm a fashion designer. I'm your grandfather. I smell like peppermint. There's a phone under the stairs. (laughs) 